0: G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 490 at the Trainsmith Podcast. My name is Tim Meg. and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmith.com. Ah, I'm super pumped, super excited. I did my first 40k run week last week since getting injured. Well, yeah, since getting injured in uh, the March. No, yeah, March. Um, it's been, looking back, it's been such a long road Um from from when the initial injury occurred, and then a big pile of injuries came following after it, and to to where I'm at now, I'm still so far to go. But I'm I'm not looking too far down the road. I just take each day at a time. I'm still going to the physio at the moment. Um, I'm only going once a fortnight to the physio. Um, when it, you know when um, when I started, first started going to the physio, I was going um, two to three days a week. But now it's it's um, once a fortnight, which is a lot healthier for my bank account, and um, it's you know I'm just doing absolutely I do absolutely I've never missed never 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 missed uh, a session he's asked me to do. He's it's not a, though at the moment we're not doing as much um, load of the Achilles as we were doing it's more um recovering from the runs we're doing so every single day it's uh, on run days when i I run every wednesday friday sunday our run days my foot goes into an ice bucket um twice during after the run straight after the run it's in the ice bucket and again um, that that night before bed, and then every other day it's ice and heat buckets uh, where I start off in the ice and go to the heat, then back into the ice and back into the heat and then finish off with the ice. And then um, a lot of stretching, massaging. Um, I've never missed anything he's asked me to do. So, and I, you know, we... But would be maybe 5k's of running a week sort of thing at the moment not hitting 40 so i'm i'm super excited um and we're letting pain be the guide it's such a scary thing when that's suggested you know or we'll just let pain be our guide and think oh hang on this is this is my achilles it's not bloody your achilles mate (laughs) fair dinkum and but it's you know i had pain in my achilles A week ago For the first time In about a month Um, So we knew We probably pushed it A little bit too much There So we backed it off A little And We just do what he says And it's working So It's one thing too um, When I was I've, when I was a kid, um, I was very, very uncoachable. I thought I knew everything. And even as, in, as a teenager, I thought I was completely... You know, knew everything, uncoachable. And I really think that hindered my rugby league career, really. Or not think, I know it did. My coaches would be telling me to do this. i am like, no, i got to do this. And I, I should have listened. Um, and then you, you don't really you know, you start peeling your life apart, well, for me, it was in my um, early 30s, I really started peeling my life apart, uh, bit by bit, what, you know, had really looking in deep into it, and then you start thinking, man, I was uncoachable, and then when, um, and I've had, uh, you know, I've had um, my main coach in the triathlon was Alan Pittman, and, you I did most of what he said, but not everything, I, and I look back then, and I think, oh, you were still uncoachable, and then, um, when I've got other coaches to help me with things, and it's not beneath me to get get coaches in from time to time, um, to help me in certain aspects, because I'm either, haven't got the right mindset to uh, write, write my own sessions, because I'm self-coached for the most part, and 100% at the moment, but um but i've i've had i've had got strength coaches in to help me i've had um swim coaches in to help me i've had um a couple of cycling coaches in to help me uh, um to write the sessions i'd write the program but they've got to write the sessions out for me um because i i know i'll do their sessions where i'm getting you know oh, I'm a bit lazy on this one i'll just turn this into a moderate ride and uh, so, and so and then when you started writing you start. i started noticing oh, i'm writing sessions of myself and they're getting a bit easier so I, so i could get sessions in and i knew it, um when i got these coaches in it's right up you've you've picked this coach it's a 100 buy-in on them and you can't never, 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 never going to miss this session and if you do it better be for a good reason and and trying to hit these particular intervals and if I can't hit the numbers well then I've got to manipulate whatever it is or, or follow the, that person's instructions so I've always since really pinpointing that I, one of my weaknesses as a kid as a youngster was being uncoachable. Um, I've really tried hard working on that. And then when I went to the physio here, it's a hundred percent buy-in on him. He, he wants me to do. He, he's got me, he, and it's it's a thing. Um, you go to um, for for me a physio. Um, we're going to get to the same place whether I do the um, get, do it all myself or I get him to do it we'll get to the same finishing line, but he's going to get me into certain positions a hell of a lot faster than I'm going to get myself into those positions. That's what. That's another benefit of getting a coach. Um, and I'm talking back from my own point of view here and, and others. You can put yourself into a, you know, all right, I'm going to hit this sort of effort now or hit, reach this goal, a coach is going to get me there quicker. They're going to put me in that particular interval or that particular block quicker than I'm going to do it myself, sort of thing. Um, so, and so as long as you have full trust in in that um, the person you're picking for, for you know for me that was this physio, I had full trust in him. Um, he put me in positions I would would months away from even thinking about doing it especially when I'm getting pain in my achilles constantly and he's getting me to do scissor jumps and that was probably the most scariest thing I've ever done <laughs> and but it was a full buy-in and it's paid off yeah, especially when he says, you know, go for a run, expect pain during the run, expect pain the next day, but the day after, there shouldn't be any pain. You think, oh, dude, well, that's something to look forward to. But anyway, it's, um, I'm excited anyway. I'm tracking very nicely on on where on my goals, so I'm, I'm really happy. Anyway, today's question comes from Steve, who writes, uh, he sent a question back in March, he's currently doing some technique swim coaching so feeling good uh, basic in contact anyway his question is aiming to do the full Ironman New Zealand in March 2023 what benchmark should i be aiming to be at when i start year one year from one year training program from March 22 to race day March 23 so You've got an Ironman coming up in March 2023. You want to know where you really should be at March 2022. Um, so you can now 2023. So what is your goal for March 20... So what's your goal for Ironman New Zealand? What are you trying to achieve? Is it... Um, let's say we'll work our way right to the top here. Let's say you want to you want to qualify for Kona. Um, so... Let's uh, let's say you've got the that that's the goal. You've got um, what are we? Year uh, year and a half ish, bit longer to 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 try and get that. What's your training. The people that are you've got to grab that goal. Look look what it's going to take to get to that goal and work your way back to get to let's say um, for that corner slot. You're probably going to. Need somewhere between 800 to 1,000 hours of training to the build up to that. You're going to need, um, you're doing swim training, getting swim coaching done, which is really good. You're going to have to get your, um, at least get out of the water at a, you know, around the hour, you're going to have to swim about five hours, sorry, bike about five hours, and run somewhere around three and a half hours, can you, so you have to back all the way down, can you swim um, 400 metres at that pace now, and if the answer's no, well then you've got to, can you swim 100 metres at that pace now, and the answer's no, no. Well, then you really need to focus on technique. Can you, you know, that bike, that bike power might be, let's call it, 200 watts. Um, can you do that f- for, you know, for 40, 40 k's now? If the answer is yes, well, then we've got something to build on. Um, you have to do a three and a half hour marathon that's five minute k pace. Can can you do a three and a half hour plane marathon without without the bike? And the answer is no. Well, maybe we need to be working on that towards there. So that's an extreme version of that. So then you got to work your way back uh, back from there. And um, let's say you want to finish twelve hours. Uh, to do finish twelve hours in a night, I mean, you probably need an annual training volume of around six hundred hours, um, and then you can work away. So I so I'm saying this because um, let let's let's say you're going to have a re- um, you need about six hundred hours in a training in a in a in the year before to achieve your goals. If you've got, um, you're only doing 300 hours this year, you need to. doing 300 hours and bouncing that up to 600, um, that's a recipe for disaster. So, and that's kind of where I'm going with that. So, you need to start movi- moving towards um, getting the roads towards that. Um, and my answer is going to be really different if you're tr- qualifying for Kona, you're trying to qualify for Kona versus. I just want a a sub-11 hour Ironman or I want a sub-12 hour Ironman or I want a 14 hour Ironman or I just want to finish it. All this becomes really different. If it's Kona and you've only been averaging 600 hours, uh, um, 600 hours a year, I'd be looking at trying to get that volume up um, and trying to build a good aerobic fitness base on the bike and run. Um... Now, if it's just finishing, I wouldn't worry about any benchmarks a year out. If it's, ju- I'd be looking at keeping everything fun, um, racing the local scenes if if possible. Maybe hitting, you know, picking a marathon to do and training for that, and have everything based around that, or picking an adventure ride and doing everything based around that, whilst in trying to improve your swim. Um, the. The big, the bigger the goal, the further out you need to be the, um, lifting everything up. If you're just trying to finish, well, then you can start training for your Ironman six months out, of and that's proper Ironman training. So you need to have enough fitness to be able to train for that. So um, and you and you if you you know the whole system of. Um, you you know from you take six months to train for an Ironman. That that's the good old fashioned way of looking at it. And that first three months of that six months build is purely just to get yourself. Um, it's train to train, as the saying goes. You spend three months training hard so you can train properly, more race specific for that last three months going into the race. Um, I do think to fully peak for an Ironman, it does take a year. Um, but it doesn't need to be all I mean specific' it, it, it's far from it. You just need to be constantly working um, on trying to improve that fitness, trying to improve that technique, trying to improve your speed, trying to improve your head space. Um, so but it's just a matter of trying to get working out what your goal is. Um, and working your way back from, working your way back from from that point, and creating a template. Now, th- th- is a really good time to really start um, working on templates and what's going to work and what's not going to work for you. Um, so, creating that weekly structure. So, Monday, Wednesday, Friday swim days, Tuesdays, Thursday, Saturdays are bike days. Sw- mm. Wednesday, Friday, Sundays are run days. Um, and then Fridays or Saturdays and Tuesdays are uh, lifting weight days, and uh, you, and it's based on you know oh well I've got to take you know take my son to soccer, so then I've got you know an hour-wise training instead of me sitting there I'm going to go for a run Uh, so you can pencil that into your little template and then and what you do is create that template work that template manipulate that template try and maximize that template I call it a template but it's you know that routine weekly routine that you can do day in or week in week out month in month out con- continuously and then from there you can start adding um, and what you I'm not saying you've got a um, you know that particular run is going to be the same every week it changes so the volume might change the speed might change the um, the type what you do in that will change depending on what part of the year you're you're doing um, but if try and create a structure, and then your whole family can, um, you, every, everyone not just knows that works that template, and every you know everyone works into a routine in life uh, the, to maximize their time in the day, um, and then obviously you need to be flexible with your routine. You know, you've got to pick a kid up from school or whatever, and then oh, what's well, supposed to be my yeah. You know, supposed to be going for a bike ride now i can't Um, so you, you you just you you have to go with the flow but trying to create um a structure that works um trying to keep an eye on diet you don't need to be dieting down but trying to work out what um what fuels you need what fuels you'll be needing for sessions this is a good time to be getting just starting to Take notes and keeping a very 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 detailed training logs also going to be um will pay dividends for that um 16 weeks leading into new zealand um it's all good stuff i've actually have an athlete training for new zealand as well um but not 2023 he's doing 2022 um but it's New Zealand one of those um, races is definitely on my bucket list to do it looks like a great and I'd love to do it when Cameron Brown before Cameron Brown retires um, if he ever retires now talking about Cameron Brown um, if if you guys aren't following him on uh, Instagram he's worth a follow he's he's have to be the oldest pro triathlete in, on the circuit and he's doing social media better than just about i don't know 98 of the other pros he he provides real value to the people looking at at at, at the content he creates he's he's worth a worth a follow and he's such a good guy and he he's in my top three of the best looking runners in the um in the world i i think he's actually second if I, if I had my three best triathletes that I just could just sit back and watch run And I think a video of them running should be in some sort of museum It'd have to be Craig Alexander number one, Cameron Brown number two And um, and Jan Frodeno number three Geez, I could just sit back and watch them run all day This is just such a work of art But anyway, um... I would be looking looking at that, uh, looking at doing that. Um, also, now's a good time just to start doing a little bit of homework on the demands of Ironman New Zealand, what you're going to need, um, how do they structure into your weaknesses, and are you able to hide any of those weaknesses, or do you need to really start focusing on those weaknesses now? Um and, and you can just slowly build towards it. But always look, um, look about where you want to be and work your way back. And is it feasible? You know, it's it's easy for me to say, you know, well, it's easy for you to say, oh, I want to qualify for Kona, and for me to say, Oh, this is what you need to do. But if it doesn't fit in with your daily... Um, you, you know, family life or fa- or normal weekly life to be able to hit those hours. Well, then that's not going to be achievable. Well, chances are, it's not going to be achievable. Um, but then, you know, not there's not too many people qualifying for Kona, and I'm and I'm going on the Kona bandwagon here. And you, that may not be anywhere near What you want to achieve. But there's not many people qualifying for Kona under 800, 800, 850 hours of training in a year. There wouldn't be many at all. Um, and if they if they are, th they're, they're, there's very few. Um, and if if they are there, they're one of very few to do it. But they've probably got a very solid base of thousands of hours in the body already throughout the years. But, um, there, but there are some some lucky people who are just thoroughbreds who doesn't need to be doing the 20-plus hours every single week. But anyway, I hope that helps. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmith.com. Until next episode, roo.